0: We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast where we share what we know, learn what we don't and do it all wherever we want. everybody, and welcome to the Spry Space podcast. I am Lacey, and today, Miss Adrian is here with me. Hello. Okay, so Adrienne has brought a really great topic to the podcast today, and it is called the Pandemic Pivot. Is it a dance routine? Is it a, a list of guidelines to help you pivot during the pandemic? What is it, Adrian? Tell us about the Pandemic
1: Pivot. Oh, I feel like I've been quoting Cheryl Crow a lot lately that every day is a winding road. <laughs> so the pandemic pivot is both a little bit of a dance, a little bit of a business strategy, but. Oh, it's uh, so true. Yeah. I mean, every day is kind of just a brain dance, if you will.
0: So let's talk about kind of what inspired this. So obviously the pandemic coming on. But why pivoting during the pandemic? What about this topic specifically inspired you to write a piece of content?
1: Well, I mean, we're all pivoting en masse at the same time. Nobody is running their business the same right now as they were three months ago. It's just a fact. I can't think of any industry that has not had to realign things. Even if you still have business coming in, you are still having to rewrite your marketing strategies, because everyone is affected by this. And marketing, it has to be in tune to your, you know, clients and customers. So, you know, if you haven't changed your marketing yet, um, you might come off as a little bit tone deaf and or behind the times and people are gonna not pay attention to you. So I was inspired by that just because of just the nature of reality right now. (laughs) Yeah, very good. So tell me, it looks like
0: what you've kind of put together is about seven different points that can help people to pivot during this time. So um, let's walk through those. So let's start with the first point that you came up with for helping people and ourselves pivot during this time of the pandemic. Yes.
1: I kind of want to preface all of these pointers with that part of this is a little bit of like therapy. I'm not a therapist. I've never actually been to therapy. However, I feel like this whole time just kind of brings to the surface that business is not just a bunch of numbers. We're not robots that do business. You can't plan for everything. You can't. No, you can't. But we do business because, I mean, we do business to make money, of course. But there's specific reasons why all of us do business. And so this first point actually was inspired by Lacey's grandmother, Mary. And I've heard this before. I think we've all heard this before, but it's just a good reminder. And number one, remember who you are. So Grandma Mary, she died
0: recently, but she told me this whenever she would drop me off at school, remember who you are. And I never really exactly knew what it meant, but also she ended up getting Alzheimer's. So I was wondering if maybe it was a projection that she was like, God, I hope I remember who I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Remember who you are as a person during times of turmoil like this, we kind of... All of us sit back and and think, why am I working this specific job? Or why do I live in this specific part of the world or country? Or why did I start this business? Why? Yeah. So this sort of stuff can kind of just realign you and force you to remember who you are. But, you know, getting down to it, remember who you are as a business. So if you look at your brand and you, you look at your mission statement, at your values, you look at all that sort of stuff, just remember it. And that will help guide you. That that's kind of your north star right there. So I, I know it can be feel very overwhelming and just feel like you need to do everything. But number one, remember who you are. Just, you know, lay it out on the table. This is my business and this is what I do, and this is the value I provide. And that'll allow you to be able to kind
0: of make any of your pivoting decisions from a center point. So that you don't get unbalanced. If you remember from your center point what what kind of choices you want to make, that's going to be better than you know than if you didn't and if your values kind of stayed in the background instead of bringing them to the foreground.
1: Exactly. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about number two. Number two is the uh, cold hard facts. <laughs> I know it is not awesome, and I really advocate for limiting your time on social media or on the news sites, but going to your state local and looking at the CDC, looking at news and try to do it every other day, specifically for your industry and for your business, you know, set yourself a timer, half an hour, read up on it, see what's changed and then put it away. It sucks and it's not fun, but you have to know what's going on and every day changes and that's really what you have to do is you kind of have to educate yourself and kind of know what's coming because knowing what the facts are, then you're going to be able to make those pivoting decisions for marketing. I like that because it does kind of set you up with a really solid
0: foundation. If you remember who you are, you know, your brand values, and then, you know, the facts of the situation, mm-hmm. you know, those are two really big things that you need to be able to make good decisions. So I like those as one and two
1: right. on this list. Yeah. Yeah. For example, there's businesses out there that did not submit their information for their loans very quickly because maybe they were in denial that they needed it or in denial that they didn't know what was happening, but and I know that there's so much information out there, but it's just you need to be on top of it and and the businesses that are are on top of it are the ones that are going to be able to thrive. Okay, very good. So so Once we've got the facts and we know who we are, then what do we do? Shift your perspective a little bit. And what I mean by perspective is, you know, you're looking inward, looking looking who you are, getting your facts, but then put yourself in your client's shoes or your follower's shoes. What is their life like? (laughs) Their life is probably as hectic as ever. Just acknowledge that. We had an awesome meeting with a colleague the other day, yesterday, and he mentioned I love the analogy that he used to do improv theater and they had this example of when you do improv, you have to be okay with the fact that your line of thinking of how the story will go during the improv might, you know, change, you know, maybe in your mind, the story is about going to your job and then someone else comes up and says, well, there's a tiger over there. And you didn't have that tiger in your mind or, you know, in your periphery at all. You had no idea that it was coming. But the only way to deal with with that in improv as an actor, but also in life, is you have to acknowledge the tiger. Or kind of like acknowledging the elephant in the room, right? It's just like... You have to. You have to.
0: <laughs> so you can't continue on your storyline unless you acknowledge
1: what the reality is unless you acknowledge the tiger in the room. Right, exactly. And to acknowledge the tiger in the room and to look at the world from your client's perspective and realize that they see the tiger, you see the tiger. Neither of you can pretend that that the tiger isn't there (laughs) and create content and marketing and, and outreach with that in mind. I like this point a lot because
0: you know when we start working with a new social media client, we will dig very deep into their brand values and very deep into who their target demographic is coming up with marketing personas. We work so hard at trying to see things through the personas perspective that, you know, now everybody's so scared and as they're making choices, they're making them based off what they're feeling. And so turning the mirror around to look at your personas is a really, really good idea to make sure that your content is, like you said at the beginning, not tone deaf, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine what it must be like right now to be working from home with kids and homeschooling kids. I can't imagine right now what it must be like to be a grocery store worker with whole logistical challenges and pressures on them. I can't, I don't know what it's like to be a family who has a nurse in their family. Like, there's so much of our lifestyles that have just dramatically changed. And so, you know, it's just, you have to like acknowledge that. So, yeah. Okay. So once we've shifted our perspective and looked a bit through our
0: personas eyes, what's the next thing that we could be doing?
1: (laughs) Take maybe a half a day a week or even, you know, just at the beginning of the month, I advocate for, you know, a couple hours every week because things do change so quickly, but pause and evaluate. I call it stop, drop and roll. (laughs) Like in an emergency, when things are on a fire, you you got to like... I kind of like that. Yeah. Stop, drop, and roll. And I usually like to turn towards a SWOT analysis or um, just kind of, again, realigning your business. But specifically for a business analysis, I like the SWOT methodology, which stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so when you know your, who you are, right, you know who your business is, and then you go through your strengths. So like I was thinking about doing this exercise with maybe a restaurant because restaurants are going through really terrible times right now. But you still have a strength. There has to be a strength somewhere. So maybe your chef is super charismatic and could get on camera. So you start a YouTube channel. Maybe you are really great at writing recipes. Maybe you start a blog and you share recipes. Maybe you straight have a really great vendor relationships and you and – different vendors band together and create a new product that people can buy. So like you have strengths, you just have to be creative in in identifying them.
0: What I like about this too, is it's relative to like every industry right now. You did this Mm -hmm. for us this month too, where you said, Hey Lace, let's look at what the goals are that we set in January, because now they need to be adjusted. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the first year in the time that we've worked together that it's been like, okay, what we came up with in January now is almost irrelevant. So maybe we should relook at that and change them based on the current state of the world. And you had to bring that to my head. I would never have even thought of it yet, yeah. <laughs> but that's why we have you, you know? Oh, thanks. <laughs> so really looking at the goals that you had for the whole year, if you did some annual planning at the beginning of the year, those are going to have to be adjusted. And now would probably be a good time to do that.
1: Right. And even if they're not adjusted, you still, you know, are just secure, be secure in the, in the fact that maybe your your goals are still working. And that's amazing. So everyone, you know, strengths, weaknesses, weakness is, again, bad morale. I mean, how are you going to get through this with people not mad at you? Mm-hmm. Then there's opportunities. So opportunities could be social media. Opportunities could be small business loans, like that sort of thing. And then threats could be COVID-19. Here's a threat.
0: um, Posting a photo, not social distancing happening in it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Posting a photo with a bunch of people hugging right now. Oh. Don't do that. (laughs) Pause and do a little bit of reflection on your
0: goals. Perfect. So. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's kind of big picture goals, but number five in your list is a little bit more like shorter term goals. So let's talk about that point for a minute.
1: This kind of helps, and you know what, honestly, this is the hardest thing for me, but managing your brain and managing your time <laughs> as a business. When when we say pivot, a lot of people think of it as pivot 180, pivot pivot 45. Well, I feel like we're doing pivot 45, then minus 35, then plus plus. You know, all the different angles, everyone's pivoting like we are dancing, right? So to make sure that you don't go absolutely bonkers right now, it's really good to, again, like I said, set aside time each week where you evaluate your goals and then organize your days so that, you know, you can look at the news, look at the facts, look at your SWOT analysis, make some goals, make your overall goals for your week, try your hardest to reach them. And then if you don't, there's next week that you can plan for there. But basically, right now, when time, you know, quote unquote, doesn't matter, it still does matter. Life is still happening. It's just that we have to kind of manage, again, our brain and our
0: time. Yeah, I know that I've adjusted my goals to a much smaller time period as well. You know, instead of trying to work on an entire month of content at one time and getting those things drafted out and sent, I do weekly. You know, I weekly come up with content, send it to the client, get it approved, get it scheduled. And I try to send out a little note saying, here's one positive thing that came out of your social this week. You know, that's a very different platform than what I had been doing before. But in this situation where there is so much transition and so much changing, it's working so, so much better.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, honestly, Anyone in charge, when you're looking at the numbers, looking at your clients, looking at your business and your product, that's why this is so difficult is that you can't project really very well, you know? So that's kind of why you have to revisit it every every week, even even sometimes every day.
0: Okay, so once you've got your goals set and you're starting to get content out and and, you know, it's factual content because you're checking all your right sources and it's true to your brand because you've remembered who you are. What happens like is all the response good that's
1: coming from the content that you're posting out? Yeah, your social media therapist Adrian says, ignore the haters now (laughs) more than ever (laughs) before. I mean, obviously, we want to create good content that's kind, that isn't isn't mean to anybody. Obviously, you know, when you create content that's true to your brand and when you are yourself, hopefully when you remember who you are, you don't. You're not like, oh, I remember that I'm I'm very mean and I like to create mean, weird things. No, (laughs) hopefully that you're creating kind, wonderful, good things. But just remember that everyone is also on the internet right now and they're scared and bored, or a combination of both, and they're gonna lash out. There's so many more trolls right now than ever before, and don't let them get you down. Just, just don't. If you post something that you get a lot of trolls on, you could post something tomorrow that maybe might have nicer people on it.
0: Yes. Isn't that the beauty of social media is that it's, it's not so enduring. It's not high risk. You're not putting, you're not spending tens of thousands of dollars on a billboard. That's going to stay up for a month.
1: Exactly. If you post something that a few people don't like, or you get some snarky comments on it, don't worry. Something like Costco will come out and require masks in their stores and everyone will get mad at them instead. That's a good point. That's a really good point. (laughs) People are going to get mad at someone else eventually. (laughs) Okay, so then let's move to
0: our last point on here. Okay, so this one is a little bit of tough love, but let's talk about it. What's number seven on our guide for the pandemic pivot?
1: Well, be realistic. Someone mentioned this the other day, kind of you have to have some self-awareness about yourself, about your business and like who you serve and what value you bring. Is your business valuable? <laughs> like sometimes when you know, we get so wrapped up in what we're doing that we kind of maybe lose sight of, of the value that we bring, sometimes we get lost and we, we don't have a value statement. We don't have a brand, we don't have a mission statement and somehow you're kind of running along and then all of a sudden the, the pandemic happens and people stop calling, well, Three months ago, if I had talked to Lacey and, and said, hey, you could only eat at one restaurant for the rest of your life, what restaurant would that be? What would it be? Only one? Yeah. It would be
0: Hawaiian-style grill. I'll, I'll never forget. You know, they've got this perfect Kahlua pig with macaroni salad, and I just have memories of ordering it, getting it, sharing it with my family, how excited my kids are when they get it after
1: school. That would be the one. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be the one. So, I mean, have you bought takeout from them since this whole pandemic has happened? Yes. Multiple times. Multiple times. See, there you go. I mean, so this kind of, this brings into relief the most essential businesses of each category. So if you spent a lot of time as a business and you've had an excellent product, but you also engage with your audience and create a community, you are going to be held up by them. People are going to be You know, trying to donate to your employees. People are going to be seeing how they can help or telling their friends to like buy takeout from you. In any other industry, it's the same way. People like doing business with people that make them feel good. (laughs) If you've been doing business and you haven't built a very strong community, it's going to show up right now very quickly. And it almost reminds
0: me of like tree roots as a metaphor. You know, it's like if you have a large community, you have these roots that will go deep into the soil. And when wind and a storm comes, you stay put because you've got this deep root of community. And if you have not built that, this turmoil and this storm will knock you over. And it just is what it is. I'm here in Vancouver, and we've had multiple restaurants already close because of this. Not all of them, obviously. The ones that are more strong have had people, just like you said, you know, they've been setting up accounts to send money to the baristas so that the baristas can still pay their bills, you know? So I see it happening, and I'm sure a lot of other people see that if, if you haven't built that community, yeah, you know, yeah. you might end up having to start over now. Right.
1: Exactly. I know of a few examples of beloved restaurants where companies who are still in business have hired them as like their their catering for their like a catering company. Mm-hmm. It's scary, and I'm not saying that it's not painful and hard. I'm just saying that this will test how deep your roots are as a business for sure. And sometimes, if you look in the mirror and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I have not put down very strong roots." And that's okay. We will get through this and you will figure out and uh, some new strategies.
0: Well, thank you for putting this together. I know that it's, you know, a lot of our posts are really bred out of frustration and necessity for us. And I think this is one of them, you know, when we're working with so many different clients and, and they're coming to us for help, like, well, we got to figure it out before we can help them. Mm-hmm. And so this was a pretty big one to have to put your head down and work through so thank you for putting that effort into this. I think this will be really helpful. Well, thank you. Let me know if it's helpful. Absolutely. Okay. At the end of every Sprice Face podcast episode, I like to talk about where you've been working lately. It's a fun time for me to ask that question. So where, Adrian have you been working lately? Oh, my gosh.
1: So sometimes I go to my couch. Ooh. And then sometimes I go into my guest bedroom <gasps> because the no. mattress at, in my house... You can't come over right now because of the COVID-19, but just so you all know, my guest mattress is the most comfortable mattress of your life. And so sometimes I go there and I just sit in bed and work on my laptop in my guest bedroom. I've slept there before. It is. It's great. And then sometimes I go into the kitchen. I take my laptop and I go to the kitchen table that has a nice little view of my bird feeder and i stare at the birds as they eat and watch them while i work so those are the riveting places i've been working lately (laughs) very good mine is pretty similar
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't Mm -hmm. have a favorite spot in my house right now they're all just becoming worn yeah yeah tried and true
1: Maybe next time we talk, I might have moved my office outside because my Wi-Fi does reach outside and and with the nice weather, I might set up a little outdoor office. Okay. I'll check in the next time. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Okay.
0: If you would like to learn the pandemic pivot and do a video of the dance routine, just kidding. It's not a dance routine. I wish it was. Then you could put it on TikTok. But if you liked what we were talking about here and you want to hear more from us,
1: where can you find us, Adrienne? Thingsspry.com or at Thingsspry on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Spry social media, marketing. At Thingsspry on Twitter. At Thingsspry
0: on Twitter. And um, Spry Space is our Facebook group and we would love to have you there. That is kind of where we brainstorm and troubleshoot and really just kind of support a larger group of people who are managing social media pages so that's a, a really nice space to be if you haven't checked that out yet
1: yeah if you want to come talk about the pandemic pivot maybe we should have a freaking dance-off have people submit their videos in SprySpace. i'm kind of loving this idea yeah but you can't see them unless you join SprySpace. so hey okay, we'll meet you there okay
0: all right thank you we're so grateful for all of you coming in and we hope you have just a wonderful wonderful rest of your day we'll talk to you soon
1: (laughs) bye bye bye